Death Radio. This podcast is produced by It and Cat. Hi, I'm Cat. We usually talk about true crime and any kinds of fucked up things in Japanese. Today, I'm going to speak in English with a guest from America. We are going to talk about a Japanese serial killer who killed nine people in two months. ちょっと英語でびっくりされた方もいるかもしれませんが、今回はザマ9人殺害事件、日本の事件なので、海外の方にも聞いていただけたらなと思い、私キャットがスペシャルエピソードとして、アメリカ人のゲストを迎えて英語でお送りしたいと思います。Welcome, Jared. Thank you for joining our podcast. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me today. Yeah. I'm honored to be on your radio show, Kat. Thank you very much. So, you are from America and living in Japan now? Yes, that's correct. I was born and raised in New Hampshire.、Uh, I spent about five years living in Boston. And then after that, I moved to Japan back in 2012. 2012? Yeah. I, It's been that long? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, wow. I, okay. I, I came here to finish my university degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, my undergrad, and then,、uh, yeah, I didn't plan on staying here this long, but after graduating university, I decided to stay, and you know, here I am now. So, eight years, over eight years later. Oh, wow.、So. I forgot that you were in Japan that long. Yeah, I forget too. It, the time goes by much quicker. Right. So, and you couldn't go back to America during this pandemic, right? Yeah, so every two years I go back and you know, visit my folks and friends.、Uh, but obviously, I was planning to go home this year, but apparently, you know,、mm. obviously that didn't happen because of、uh, the pandemic and everything, you know, which, is, which is fine. I'm glad everybody in my family is safe and healthy. So, and my、mm-hmm. friends. Oh, that's good. But that's good. yeah, it、uh, definitely threw my,、uh, my plans off a bit. So,、mm-hmm. it's Shogunai. Ne, <laughs> <laughs> Shogunai. Not like coronavirus wise, but do you feel safe to live in Japan? Yeah, I think for day to day things, I feel safe. But I'm、mm-hmm. also like a white, averagely built man. So people probably won't harass me or accost me on the street. Yeah,、um, you're, you're more like muscular and you have beard and have all these tattoos. <laughs> so you, you look like the strongest person in Japan. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think Ibushi is the strongest man in Japan. <laughs> okay. But,、uh, mm. you know, I, I feel safe here. You know, I still lock my door, obviously. I, I still take safety precautions, you know, like anybody you know, normally would. But, you know, I think for me, at least, it's, you know, I'm, I feel safe. You know, the police won't gun me down, even if they stop me. Okay. So. Today, I'm going to talk about the hangman on Twitter.、Mm. Yes. I remember、um, this. You remember? Because you were、yeah. in Japan already when this、yeah. happened. In fact, I remember when this happened. I think we talked about it. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs>、uh, Takahiro Shiraishi went looking for people who were suicidal on Twitter and killed them. Zama is a city near Yokohama and it's about 30 miles southwest of Tokyo. On October 30th, 2017, a missing 23 years old woman, Aiko Tamura, was discovered dead in a small apartment in Zama. Police found dismembered parts of nine bodies in the same small apartment Shiraishi was living. 
Shiraishi, 27 at that time, confessed that he killed all of them by himself. He killed eight young women, four of them were teenagers, and a man for a truly short period of time. From 22nd August 2017, which is the day he moved into that apartment, to 30th October, the day the police found out about him. So it was only like two months. Within two months, he killed nine people inside his tiny apartment. Like, can you tell how tiny a Japanese apartment can be? Yeah, yeah. I mean, how big was his apartment? Do we know if it was like a 1K or a one? Like, I'm living in a 1K and it's, it's quite, yeah, quite small. He, yeah, 16 square meters, I guess. Yes, yes, that's smaller than mine. Mine's bigger than that.、Uh-huh. So that's much smaller than mine. I can't imagine hiding nine bodies in this small apartment. No way. I mean, like, I have a big, I have、it's、a big、like、a closet. closet for Americans, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, got a, I got a closet, but like, I got stuff in there. That's where all my clothes and shirts are. Right. Where did he hide them? Did, they, did he just leave them in the, in the apartment? Oh, yeah. The body parts, which included severed heads, were found in cold storage containers and toolboxes, some covered in cat sand to probably prevent rotten smells to leak out.、Mm-hmm. He was arrested on 31st October, Halloween. He was accused for nine murders, rape, mutilation, and abandonment of corpses. It is hard to believe that he killed. And dismembered nine people in such a tiny apartment. I guess, and, I guess my, I'm sorry to interrupt. Did he、no. abandon the corpses? Because it sounded like he was collecting the corpses. Collecting? Yeah, like he had the corpses in his、oh, apartment. Oh, but not so, the whole corpses. Oh, so he was like the dismembered、yeah. parts he was abandoning. Yeah. Other places.、Oh, okay. Right. So, and he kept the bodies, but some parts, like severe heads and bones, he kept inside. It's, it's hard to believe that no one noticed. And neighbors、mm-hmm. said that they had noticed the smell for at least months but didn't report it. And the killing happened during summer, so it was around like 25 degrees during the yeah, day. Yeah, that gets pretty、In、warm.、So. Japan, it gets really warm. And real humid. Right. So, and Japan has a pretty high suicide rate in the world. The Japanese murder rate, by contrast, is one of the lowest in the world. We don't have guns, so it's not easy to kill people <laughs> without guns. Murder.、Mm. But I mean, it seems there's a lot of、uh, knife attacks in Japan.、Yes. Isn't that true?、Oh, like,、yes. there's, there's not really a lot of shootings because the gun controls are so, res- like, so strict.、Mm-hmm. But I think I feel you hear, like, you know, once a month, you hear about. You know, a stabbing or something like that. Yeah, but still, the murder rate is very low, I think,、mm. compared to other countries.、Mm. Yeah, I think so. How he killed his victims? He made、uh, victims drink alcohol and take some sleeping pills and strangle them with a rope. Shiraishi picked up victims by searching suicidal thoughts tweeted on Twitter and contacted them by sliding DMs. Shiraishi once sent a Twitter message to the woman wrote, Let's die together. But later he confessed that he didn't mean it. He wasn't suicidal. He only pretended. He said he searched how to dismember bodies on the internet and 
I've heard some people like have seen some someone asking how to get rid of 50 kilograms of meat. Saying he happened to get it and needs to get rid of it, like on the internet question thread. <laughs> and they thought it was so suspicious. They believe it was him. They're like, uh, is that what kind of meat is that? How did you get this, all of this meat? Yeah, like, <laughs> why don't、lot. you eat him? <laughs> Aren't you hungry? <laughs> Are you have, did you have like a cookout and it got canceled? So you have to get rid of all this meat now? Yeah. <laughs> Barbecue's canceled, guys. Sorry. What am I going to do with all this meat? Right. Okay, let's talk about like, Sherry's background. Sherry was born on 9th October 1990 in Zama. Young Sherry was a quiet type. He worked at a big supermarket. He quit the job in 2011 and started to change jobs frequently. He once worked at Pachinko Parlor near Ebina. Right before he started murdering people, he worked as a recruiter for an escort service, Fuzok. Based in the Tokyo Red Light District of Kabukicho in Shinjuku, Tokyo. Was this like a hostess bar or like an escort service, like where they, they go to the hotels or they go out on dates with you know, clients, or is it more like the hostess bar? I hostess think club? When, it, when they say fuzoku, like, it's more like sex works, I think. Oh, so it's kind of like everything. Escort. Yeah. Prostitution,、mm-hmm. hostess, clubs, that sort of thing.、Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you been to Kabukicho? Yeah, of course. So, what's like it there? So, I've heard Kabukicho was pretty dirty in the 90s.、Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now it's a lot cleaned up and more tourist friendly and I'd say like more family friendly. Kabukicho is where, like, you know, for our you know, foreign listeners who've never been here, but you've seen the, the pictures of the big Godzilla. You know, right. That's where the big Godzilla is, is in、mm-hmm. the show at the movie right, theater. In the middle of a Kapukicho.、Um, it's a big shopping district, too, but there is still a, a really big nightlife, lots of strip clubs.、Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what do we say? Like strip clubs and host clubs. Love bar, hotels. Love hotels and, and that, that whole thing. Yeah. So it's, it's a fun place.、Mm-hmm. So, and maybe we walked past him, possibly. Yeah, right. I mean, at the amount of times I like Kapunk, like that big punk festival was often near Kabukicho, or in, you know, basically. So,、um, you know, there's many, poss- many times possibly that we walked by him or saw him. <laughs> It's pretty creepy all It's around. It's creepy. So, I mean, you walk by this scumbag murderer and you don't even know it, you know. It, it, there could be like crazy people like living next door to you. Or that you、right. see on the street in your neighborhood every day. I don't, I don't know if they're necessarily crazy, but you know, killers, like、mm-hmm. scumbags who are like、mm-hmm. murderers or you know, serial killers or sociopaths. And you're like, oh, this could be like my next door neighbor. Oh, yeah.、Um, guy who lives down the street, or I see at the market every day, or the, you know, the guy working at the, you know, the, the local convenience store or something.、So. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Zama, but like, The location is very close to, you know, everything's close.、So mm-hmm. Like, it's not very far from where we live. Yeah, I know there's, there's the airbase in Zama. And when I was in university, I, I had a classmate who lived in Zama. She also grew up in Zama. Really? Yeah, since she has moved, I think. But、um, yeah, so, I, and I've, I've had friends who have, you know, when they were in the military, they were、mm-hmm. based in Zama.、So. Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I mean, I know, I've never been there personally. But 
either live there or so on March 2017, just several months before the killing spree started, he created a Twitter account under the name of Kubitsurishi, which means like the hangman, with an anime boy's icon as his profile picture. On his profile, he wrote, I want to spread the hanging knowledge. I want to help people who are truly suffering. Please DM me. He actually created several more accounts like that to contact young girls. He moved into an apartment on 22nd August. He found a girl, Mizuho Miura, on Twitter in the same month and asked to meet up, but she showed up with her boyfriend. Smart move.、Mm. So, <laughs> so they went out for a drink, but later he invited her alone to his apartment and he killed her. When her boyfriend came looking for her, he killed him too. He didn't want him to report police about his missing girlfriend. Shiraishi says that's why he had to kill him too. And he continued killing six more people in September and October. In October, police were searching for a missing 23 years old Tokyo woman, Aiko Tamura, who had posted on Twitter that she was looking for someone who will die with me. She had disappeared on October 23rd, and her brother reported her missing to the police and, through her Twitter account, found that she had been exchanging texts with the hangman Shiraishi. The brother said she had suicidal thoughts since the death of their mother in June.、Mm. Sad. That's yeah, that's really sad.、Mm. The investigators identified another woman who had been in touch with Shiraishi. She agreed to contact Shiraishi and meet him at a train station, JR Machida Station.、Oh. Then she texted that she now can't go. Then the police observed a guy who started to leave the station. Then the police followed him back to his apartment. When they knocked on the door, he answered, and the police saw boxes inside. When they asked Shiraishi if he knew where the missing woman Aiko was, He replied, in the cooler. So, these coolers, you said earlier there w a s like,、uh, like refrigeration boxes. Were they actual refrigerators or were they like literal like coolers that you use for camping? Yeah, I think so. Camping coolers. Like the cheap styrofoam like, not ones? Not the real refrigerators. <laughs> yeah, because、like, yeah, I can't imagine how. Having... <laughs>、yeah. So, inside the apartment, there were several cooler boxes and big containers. One of them was empty, and seven other boxes had dismembered bodies of humans inside. Some parts were starting to rot. Nine severed heads and 240 bones were found in the apartment,、Jesus. along with women's shoes and bags. And two out of nine had strangulation marks on their necks. Victims were 15 to 26 years old. He robbed some money from victims. He, and he claimed that he killed for money and sex. He one time lured 50 man from the first victim, which is about、uh, 5,500. Goju、eh? uh, man is about 5,000 US dollars. Five, yeah, about 5,000 US dollars. Yeah, but except that time, he robbed only like 2,000 to 3,000 yen, which is like $20, $30. Yeah, that's like junk. Yeah, yeah that's like nothing. Right. So, 
because he killed like teenagers. It's obvious that they don't have tons of money. Yeah, that's what it was like. You know, you want to claim that you're doing it for money, but really yeah. you're just a fucking scumbag who wants to murder, rape, and murder young girls. Right. Uh, so. I don't think he did it for money. I mean, do you think he just claimed that he did it for money? Because like, he said that he said if you just if you claim that you're doing it because you want to rape and murder like women, that's like kind of like obviously a big taboo. It's a bad thing. Like it shows that you're an absolute fucking scumbag. But if you say, "Oh, I was desperate for money, that's why I did it," it kind <laughs> of like makes him feel a little bit better about himself. Mm. Like, oh, I did it because I'm desperate and I'm helping people who want to die. Like this. Mm-hmm. Kind of psychological, I don't know, the, mm-hmm. what do they say? The mental gymnastics of being like, I'm not an absolute scumbag. Mm, it's hard to know. And he said girls, they wanted, he said girls said they wanted to die, but he knew it wasn't true, true. They fought back when he tried to strangle them, mm. of course. Mm. Yeah. He said it takes about a minute to three minutes to behead and he drained the blood out of the body, which took 30 minutes to an hour. Then he butchered the body in the bathtub. Body parts except heads were put in containers and dumped at two different garbage dumps little far from his apartment. On the surveillance video outside of his apartment, he is seen on bicycle carrying a convenience store's plastic bag. Later, he confessed he was carrying organs in it. He said he had a headache when he first dismembered a dead body. Also, it took three days uh, to dismember the whole body, but he got used to it as he killed more, and later he could do it in a day and didn't even feel any kinds of anorexia. He would eat chicken and spaghetti while dismembering people. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I mean, this question is like, do you ever like, do like cannibalism where he's like, oh, well, I'm a little bit hungry. I might as well like throw some meat on the pan and you know, <laughs> something up. Like, I mean, we shouldn't make fun of that thing, but you know. Like. Yeah. So but it I don't think like he a, ate him. So it, it became like a normal thing for him, just like right. cutting up bodies. Because nine people in two months. That's a lot of, that's a lot of work. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Like you must have find it so amusing to do it. Well, I mean, did he have, was he still working at the time or had he like quit his job? Or? I don't think this job he had in Kabukicho, I don't think it's like a nine to five job or like mm-hmm. he ha- he doesn't have to show up every time, like every day. It's, it's, I think he could do it any time <sighs> he wants to. You know, so kind of like a part time job. Mm-hmm. Out of bite though. So. Oh, okay. So basically, he had a lot of free time. Right. And he decided to start a new hobby. Mm-hmm. Killing Seems people. like it. <laughs> what a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. So after this incident, Japanese Twitter branch changed the rule and banned from helping suicidal people. Like, you can't write, let's die together, or I can help you kill yourself. Then your account gets banned. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, you think that, I mean, I, I kind of get it, because I've heard people say, like, in, in like, Japanese, like, icho ni shinitai, like, mm. I want to die together, right? Stuff so, like that. But it's always, yeah, but it's always kind of, like, more romantic. 
I feel like. <laughs> when, like when I hear it, like people say it, it's like, oh, I love this person so much. Like I want to die together. You know, I want to get old together with this person and mm-hmm. die with this person. Right. And so like when I've heard it, it's always been in more of like a ro- maybe gothic romantic uh-huh. kind of way. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but friends... this guy is like a helping suicidal people. Like I can do it for you. Like, yeah, but is he really helping them? Because um, like I've I've read this interview from another girl who was contacting with him, and she was very suicidal, and she didn't like she talked to Shiraishi several times, and but she didn't really believe that he would really kill. Mm. But when she found out that he did kill nine people, like she said, like oh, I wish I could have. Like asked him to kill my kill me. Like she regrets that. Like she didn't go to his place and get killed. Like mm. she wanted to get killed. Well, I mean, I think there is a. I mean, suicide and like mental illness and depression. Those are all very real things that need to be、mm-hmm. taken very seriously. And I'm, I'm very much opposed to shaming people who choose to commit suicide. It's it's their right. It's their Body, it's their lives. Like that's that's their choice, right? I'm not gonna.、Right. Somebody decides to commit suicide and take their own life by themselves. That's their choice. But I can't. Yeah. You know, the type of person who's like, I am helping you kill yourself. Like, it, there's definitely that ulterior motive, and I don't think that that's a public good. That's a that's a public negative where these people probably need, you know, men, you know. Care like healthcare,、mm-hmm. mental healthcare, and we、mm-hmm. we know living here, mental healthcare is kind of difficult to get.、Um, there's not a strong system and support for people who do have serious depression and you know suicidal thoughts and、mm-hmm. tendencies and stuff like that.、Um, so I you know I think him being like I, I helped people and then some girl who's you know very clearly suicidal probably had like a really rough life or is going through a really rough time. Right. You know, you know, whatever. I'm not going to speculate on the reasons why, but you know, it, it's I don't know. It's sad, I guess. The whole the whole thing's just sad. Oh、stuff. yeah, yeah. Obviously, not people who are depressed or suicidal are disgusting, but like this guy is like, I'm going to take advantage of these people.、Mm-hmm. And like he said, like many of them fought back. Where if he was really trying to help them, he wouldn't have followed through and finished the job.、Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So、mm-hmm. they're saying no, like stop it! I changed my mind. Like, you know, very clearly he should have stopped killing them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, but it's so hard to like understand the real motive behind it. Like he just suddenly started killing so often. Like I don't know. Yeah, it seems you know had I mean. Like in his childhood or like his teenage years, did he have like? Any yeah, he he wasn't bullied.、Symptoms? He wasn't like, like abused by parents or anything. Like he. But did he, he did, like? Did he like kill animals? Like no. Did he, did he hurt people? He、Was、didn't wet beds. He didn't hit his head. <laughs> All those things that serial killers have. Yeah, like the, like no, the. No, not really. I mean, I wonder, like, what? I mean, obviously, it's not money. I think we can call him on his bullshit there. Right.、Uh, but I mean, 
sex. I mean, but he worked in the sex industry. Mm-hmm. He could yeah. get girls, I think. Yeah. I think he had money and he could get girls. He didn't have any. He wasn't like living a really bad life. Yeah. So it's it's kind of it's bizarre. Yeah, it's very bizarre. I think. And it's it's difficult to get information on this stuff because I feel like the Japanese media is pretty like hush hush about a lot of stuff when the when the trial starts going and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's it's hard to kind of know what his motivations were, other than just being like, I like fucking killing people. I'm a murderer now. This is what I become. <laughs> so the final judgment is going to be held on 15th December, very soon. Oh, and okay. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to get death row. So yeah. How how often is death row employed on with you know serial killers or mass killers? How often? Excuse like, me, yeah. So, you know, I know, like, a lot of the, like, Aum Shinrikyo, like, leadership and stuff, they were finally, uh, they were on death row, and a lot uh-huh. of them were finally executed last year, I think. Right. Uh, and it was all, like, kind of secretive, where, like, they didn't tell anybody, and then they just did it, and they're like, oh, we did it. But how often is it used for, like, serial killers and stuff like that? Or people who do these really heinous crimes, how often do they <sighs> go to death row? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, last month I went to a death row art exhibition. Mm-hmm. It was the art exhibition. They had like those people who were sentenced to death. Mm. They they paint. Like, oh, was that like, like the haiku the, and stuff. Hmm? Is that where, like, as I saw somebody posted like John Wayne Gacy's. Oh, no, not that one. That's that was a, different. One? Okay. Yeah, serial killers like collections. Okay. They, they had uh, another one. And I think, I don't, like some people commit crimes like long time ago, like years and years ago, and they're still in prison. They're waiting to uh, get executed. So they're like doing art. And yeah, they're doing stuff art. Like that. Uh, I always thought like Japanese prisons were a lot more strict. So there was kind of less free time to do art and stuff like that. Mm. I mean, that's just, that was kind of my impression. I don't know. But, never been there. And, and the main the main death penalty is hanging here, right? Is it mainly hanging? Or? Yeah, I think so. Hanging. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of like old school. Right. Oh. So, but... So why do we think this guy is going to get death penalty? Is it have they? Is it like on the table that we know of that he's definitely going to? Definitely going because he killed nine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's it's yeah nine people in like what three months? Two. Two months. Like nine two months. and a little bit. <laughs> That's. Right. And he slept with like he lived in the apartment. So that means like he slept with the dismembered bodies everywhere. Yeah. Was he just like really lonely and just just needed company? It's like y'all need to leave me now. Like, is this kind of like a possession thing, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> like, why? Well, why don't you want like cute, cuter things? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why don't you want like get a cat? Yeah. I mean, don't kill the cat. Like, just get a cat. That's gonna stick around. <laughs> like, why kill? Like, don't abuse it. Just be nice to it. It'll it'll stick around. It'll probably love you. <laughs> or like a dog. Yeah. Dogs are pretty loyal creatures if you're nice to them. Mm-hmm. So they're good pets. Mm-hmm. So. But instead, that he 
killed nine people. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is just really... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, and I think it's, here... It's so scary for me. This was so shocking because it only happened three years ago and it happened, like, not very, very close to my place, but not far from. You know, we have been to Machida and Kabukicho and places where he went to, you know? Yeah, and, like, these are... And it always kind of makes me wonder, like, you know, how many killers, like, as you know, there's so many people in Tokyo. Right. Um, and it's, I wonder how many killers there are out there in Tokyo like this, or maybe a little bit smarter, or maybe have, like, better resources, maybe more space, actual refrigerators to hide bodies, like, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, you know, how many of them actually are operating in, in Tokyo? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not safe anywhere. I mean, you know, it's probably a minority. I mean, we have, I think most of the, most of the, the crimes and the violent crimes we hear about are like either like gangland shootings, which, you know, it's not the nineties, so it doesn't really happen that often. Right. right. Um, or like just isolated incidences where somebody's like, I want to kill somebody today. Mm-hmm. And he goes to the, um, you know, goes to the train station and stabs somebody. You know? Mm-hmm or tries to stab a bunch of people. So it seems like, you know, to really put forth the effort in, you know, two and a half months to kill nine people and then dismember the bodies and dispose of the bodies and also live with the bodies. Right. I, I can't imagine the smell. I like can't how, imagine how it. No. Like, cat stand would do what? Like, I don't understand. I guess it, like, covers it a little bit, but... <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah. cat... You know, cat litter smells better than rotting corpses, but, you know, it's, 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 it's just an interesting thing. Now, uh, the, the big thing here is, like, he's he's called, like, a, and I'm, I could be uh, misremembering, but he's called, like, he's the Twitter killer, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, in the past in Japan, have there ever been killers, whether they be, like, serial killers or, you know, maybe one or two, you know, one-time killers or whatever that used social media to find victims? Is yeah. that... It's a new thing. Is that, like, kind of new? Is he kind of the first high-profile social media killer? or In Japan? I I think there was some other... I can't remember right now. There was some SNS-related murder. Okay. I mean, I'm sure it's happened. You know, if we think about... You know, we both listen to, like you know, true crime podcasts and stuff like that, and, mm-hmm. you know, and read books and watch the documentaries where now we're kind of in an age where social media is so prevalent and everywhere. And there's right. kind of more and more kind of social media, uh, you know, killers, at least, mm-hmm. you know, in the West where I was reading uh, the other day about uh, what was his name? Uh, I think he was British, Stephen Port. Who I don't know. Uh, he was, he killed six people i think uh-huh. uh i can't say for certain like it was not a high body count but i mean killing one person's a lot uh-huh. uh but he was using like grinder to to find men to sleep with and then kill basically or to kill and then sleep with their bodies i'm not sure exactly uh-huh. so but using you know the, the the dating app grinder to find victims grinder is it like a tinder yeah, it's like the Tinder for, for gay men. Okay. So, um, and he was okay. using that and then, you know, giving them date rape drugs. Uh, what is it? A GBH. And mm. then they would die. And then, you know, 
yeah. he would do his thing, and that happened, you know, several times. Um, he was that was like 2016, I think. Uh-huh. So I mean, so just, it's just easy to like contact people through internet, SNS, like easy to find girls or a gay man because there are like girls tweeting all the time so yeah or like victims Uh or any sort of crime right Right. uh so it it used to be that you know the serial killers would have to go out and actually do work but now they can create this fake online persona Uh and then try to lure victims to them basically right um which you know it's itself kind of scary. I think anybody who's done online dating is always mm-hmm. thinking, like, what if this person's a psychopath? Like, yeah, it could be a serial killer. they're going to kill me? Like, um, yeah, but it's very important to be very careful about that. Yeah, I mean, I think in this day and age where social media is so prevalent, it's, you know, it's easy to become a victim of stalking also, yes. you know, because of Facebook and Instagram, and, you know, dating apps and stuff like that. So, it, Obviously, stalking is not the same thing as being murdered, but, you know, it's still scary. True. Uh, the lack of privacy that we have. True. It's convenient, but very scary could be. Yeah, and that's kind of kind of the cost that we pay for the convenience, I guess, right? Right. So, um, yeah. But, I mean, com- coming back to this topic, you know, the... How does, how does social media help people with mental illness when they don't... Mess, or depression when they don't necessarily have a recourse to address the depression or Mm -hmm. suicidal thoughts Mm -hmm. um how can social media help them and can social media help Mm. is it a place that they can find help i'm sure there are also like good sides of it too to find help easily on this mess yeah i mean i I agree (laughs) i i I know mm-hmm. that there are like support groups online for people who have, you know, depression and, you know, mental illness and stuff like that. So um, it's just a matter of finding the right place. Yeah, finding the right place. I just I just can't imagine being, I don't know, like a human being would take advantage of somebody who was clearly in pain for their own mm-hmm. pleasure and benefit in that mm-hmm. way. It, for me, it's just absolutely horrendous. So mm-hmm. <laughs> this guy's, she is a scumbag. <laughs> mm He's fucked up. Yeah. So. He's fucked up. So that's it for today's special episode with a special guest. Thank you for doing it. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. Too, so much. thank you for inviting me on. So. Do you have anything or any events to promote? Uh, I don't have any events, but uh, if you all like uh, black metal or cross yeah. metal or anything like that, uh, my band just dropped a, a demo earlier this year. Uh, we're called Swazond. Uh, we play, uh, play kind of crusty black metal. Mm-hmm. Tokyo black crust metal, whatever you'd like to call it. Uh, but yeah, we played a show back in uh, last month or earlier this month. What's today? It's December last month. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we played with Terror Squad. And okay. Baphomet. It was a lot of fun. Oh, you cool. should also check out those bands as well if you have Right. Them. Yeah, and we're going to be recording in... Our first full length in February, so oh great, it's going great. Yeah, it's it's been a slow process because of the pandemic. So originally we were going to record this summer, but then mm-hmm. the pandemic happened. Uh, mm-hmm. So we just decided we were going to only record an EP, 
maybe like five songs, but okay. now we're going to be doing a full length. Uh, oh, cool. So we just wrote some more songs. So. Do you, do you write songs? I write the lyrics and okay. do the vocal arrangement. I'm just the vocalist. So Shohei, our guitarist, does most of the songwriting. Mm-hmm. And then uh, him, Tom, and Kaneko. Uh, Tom's the drummer, Kaneko's our bassist. They, they all kind of uh, put things together in the studio after uh, Shohei brings the riffs and stuff like that. Or things kind of happen uh, just in the jam studio itself. So Cool. Check us out, please. Yeah, check out Flodond. Like, yeah. This band has a Instagram account too. Yes. It's yeah, yeah, just, you do. Yeah. It's just Swazond. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's S W A Z Z O N D. So. Oh, with dots. Yeah, but it's got no. the two dots above the O. I'm not sure what those are called. <laughs> That's actually so more stylistic. British. Than yeah. <laughs> anything else? <laughs> Is it like a Scandinavian black metal sound? I don't know. Some people, have, it's hard to describe because some of our songs are definitely like Scandinavian black metal. Okay. Uh, and then... You call yourself Tokyo black metal. That's Tokyo cool. crust black metal or crusted yeah. black metal because uh, we have some songs that are a little bit crusty and some, a little bit thrashy. So, okay. um, you know, we, we have a variety of influences that kind of affect the way that we write. And also it's kind of nice because we don't want to be constrained to a specific style uh, mm-hmm. you know we can write a pretty crusty grindcore song for example but then also have you know some kind of atmospheric tracks as well so um it's kind of nice to have that freedom and just you know not really care yeah. about having a kind of one sound kind of mm-hmm. yeah so cool but, yep. yeah thank you very much yeah thank you so much So that's it for today's episode. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Search for hashtag DeathRadio. または DeathRadio. はい。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。